guys, we are back and it's a bloody scorcher today, but we're still here doing the work for the people, you know? Making some and every week you start off, it's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we're in Australia and it's summer. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, where I live yesterday was 47 degrees. So <laughs> I think that's insane. the hottest day that I've been alive for um, yeah. and experienced. So, yeah, um, we'll see how we go with that today. Um, but yeah, um, Terence is here as well. Oh. And Sean. Hello. Sean's got a cute Mickey Mouse shirt on, love, lovely. Thanks. Um, and we got Jono here as well. Greetings. The, uh, he's now our discipline lead for pathology. So, um, <laughs> we've just assigned him that role. So today we're going to be talking about osteoporosis mainly and then some other metabolic bone diseases. Um, metabolic bone diseases. What, what are some other me- metabolic bone diseases? Hyperparathyroidism. Okay, true. Yeah, because yeah. that can affect your bones as well. Yeah, what else? Yep. Osteomalacia. Cool. Rickets. Yeah, nice. And mm-hmm. another main one that we'll be covering, one more. Paget's disease. Paget's disease of bone, because there's bone. like 20 Paget's Not diseases. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah Paget's eight. disease of the nipple. And yeah, then. yeah. A couple other Paget's, yeah. Is it Paget the same was guy? A smart guy? I, think I wouldn't be guy. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> smart bloke, man. Yeah. So what is metabolic bone disease? Um... Well, it's uh, on the vitamin C, D, E somewhere there, the M, metabolic, right? So it's, I guess it's when there's a disruption in the balance of your bone formation and bone resorption. Yeah, um, yeah so then it can lean up to one side or the other. Because um, your bone is constantly turning over, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Always dynamic. Yes. 100%. So, yeah, if you start doing some resistance training, for example, um, then your bone will respond to that. There's like mechanosensors. Um, in the, he said like your canaliculi or something. Yeah, yeah the osteocytes, osteocytes have little processes in yeah. the canaliculi. Yeah. And they, yeah. yeah, so they sense the changes in force and then they can reactively um, initiate osteoblasts to build more bone and to um, remodel it, model it not only so it becomes more dense, but also um, so the, its actual architecture is stronger. Yeah, so the collagen fibres and the structure of the trabecular bone are in line with the forces acting on said bone. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, what I'd say is just everyone try to stay um, as fit and healthy as you possibly can because it'll reduce your risks of osteoporosis and other de- diseases um, down the track. The recommendation was kind of crazy. It was like I think every um, adult over 50 has to like undergo like two to three days of like high like very high, high intensity yes, variable yeah. resistance training if they're non osteoporotic, <laughs> yeah. which is which is pretty crap. Yeah. So uh, don't miss arm day, leg day, or any day for that matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think essentially the idea is if you can make your bone as strong as possible before you start inevitably just deteriorating, it'll take longer for your bone to deter- yeah. deteriorate. Yeah. And that's age 30, people, so most of us have less than a decade. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Bone mass at age 30. Yeah. yeah. And starts going down at 40 is the rate that, mm. Yeah, know. it's all downhill from there. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You've got to die of something, right? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even if you don't care about the aesthetics, it's super important for your health. Yeah. So yeah. get out yeah. and do something. Yeah, and it's good for the whole sure. of Australia as well. Less burden on the healthcare system and everything like that. More burden on the gems, but who cares yeah, about yeah, them? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> well, might as well talk about the mortality and morbidity then. Yeah, go on. So, like, for osteoporosis. So, like, crazy. It's like, I think um, everyone has a fr- hip fracture, osteoporotic hip fracture. I think, like, 50% of them don't walk independently anymore, mm. which, is, which is mad. Yeah, and yeah. it's just kind of a wombo combo as well because if you have a, a fracture, then you're going to move less and then your bone's going to get worse yeah. and your muscles are going to get weaker and it's just kind of, yeah, sign of the end times. And yeah. at, the, at that age as well, you've also got other comorbidities to deal with. So it's just another disease through the door. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. for example, diabetes, which was the last topic I did with yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah. that would delay fracture healing, which means you're more immobile and therefore your bones get mm. weaker after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, no, go on. So osteoporosis, weak bone, but not just like that it's soft bone. It's that you actually have less bone mass, yeah. right? Definitely, yeah. And the microarchitecture gets messed up as well. So, well yeah. There was like an equation. It was like bone strength equals bone density plus the quality. Yeah, plus quality. So you don't just want dense bone. You want bone with a good microarchitecture to be able to support these kind of forces coming in from all different directions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of like carbon fiber, how it's pretty strong because it's how the fibers are arranged. Mm, Yeah. Very light but super strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and in terms of epidemiology as well, um, so in Australia it's about one in two women over 50 that can... 50. Yeah, over 60. 60. Yeah, one in two women over 60 and one in three men over 60 that can get a fracture due to osteoporosis. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've thrown the word around a couple of times, but what actually is osteoporosis? Yeah, so, um, yeah, reduction in bone density, I guess. Yeah. Bone mineral density. Is, I think that's... Yeah, so it's a, it's a chronic wasting yeah. of the bone... Um, so you've got two cell types that remodel bone, the osteoblasts, which make it, and the clasts, which destroy it. Um, the blasts sort of get senescent before the clasts do. So in essence, you're losing your engineers, but your demolishers are still going strong. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why you get a net loss of your bone. Right. I think in a secondary osteoporosis, your class can also get extremely active. Yeah, right. yeah. What do you depending mean on what the, causes yeah. it. If it's parathyroid, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what do you mean by secondary? All right, so there's three types of osteoporosis. We have type 1, type 2, and secondary. Uh, just to mention secondary, that's, um, you know, any, anything that's um, not age-related or postmenopausal, I guess. Um, we get to, we'll, talk, we'll get to those in a bit. So the secondary ones, you can have drugs like um, glucocorticoids, antivirals. Anti, um, Right? Retrovirals. Retrovirals. Yeah. Retrovirals, yeah. my bad. Um, Beating in like VR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hyperparathyroidism, things like that. Yeah, so secondary is pretty much, as I understand it, hormonal imbalances. Oh, which could yeah. be endogenous, yeah, like yeah. Cushing's. Um, hypogonadism, yeah, low right. testosterone in males. Yeah. Hyperparathyroidism. Um, or like exogenous drugs administrations, mm. glucocorticoids, um, like prednisolone for ages. Um, yeah, some rheumatic, yeah, rheumatic yeah. diseases yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much anything that's secondary in pathology is you've got one disease, but the f- consequences of that disease is causing another disease. So in this case, the consequence being osteoporosis. Mm. Mm. So you have Cushing's disease mm. or Cushing's syndrome. Um, and then, yeah, okay. <laughs> <for dancing. laughs> um, um, and then the consequence of that can be osteoporosis. Yeah, yeah. one of yeah. the consequences. Uh, what's type 1 though? So type 1 is postmenopausal, mm. right? So yeah. obviously in females, postmenopausal drop in estrogen. Mm. And then that drop in estrogen um, correlates to a lack of bone quality or bone mass um, because estrogen is important in forming bone somehow. So it has yeah. estrogen receptors. Estrogen alpha receptors. Yeah, beta yeah. yeah. cool. Yeah, and class. Yeah, yeah nice. Um, so that's why there's... Um, it can be da- – is it like treatments for breast cancer, for example, if you want to like do estrogen receptor blockers, one of the side effects for that can be yeah, p- potentially developing osteoporosis? Yeah. 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 Uh, at least certainly in the long term as mm. well. Yeah. yeah. So that's what CIRMS, right? Selective mm, yes. estrogen yeah, receptor nice. modulators. Cool. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, and so with type 1 as well, um, does it affect mainly cortical bone or trabecular bone? I believe it's trabecular yes, only it from memory. Yeah, nice. You can remember that with type 2 has two, trabecular and cortical. Yeah. Type 1 has cool. just, yeah. Yeah. just trabecular. Yeah. yeah. Um, and where are the common sites, I guess, that it affects what, what kind of bones? Or where do you get fractures commonly for type 1? Um, the way I remember it, type 2 is age-related. Mm-hmm. So your hip joint is the one that gets hella degenerative when you use it a lot for your whole life. So hip for type 2, type 1 would be... The, everywhere else you'd expect it to be, so forearm and your uh, vertebral column. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, when I think of forearm fractures in um, old people, I think of that um, dinner fork deformity or that Collie's fracture, mm. right, where they fall on the outstretched um, and they get this um, fracture of the distal radius and it has that dors- dorsal angulation. Um, cool. It was in the TBL last week. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, those ones are pretty common to see. You have a look at a photo. It looks like a bit of a dinner fork, the way that the hand yeah, kind of angles backwards. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So just to um, summarize that, type 1, postmenopausal. Um, type 2 is age-related. And then secondary is, again, due to some other disease or um, exogenous drugs or something like that. Yeah. Um, and osteoporosis in general Um Compromised bone strength, messes up microarchitecture, increased likelihood of fractures. Might as well get to it. An osteoporotic-related fragility fracture. What's that? How would you define that in a clinical sense? Oh, is it from standing height or less? Yeah, yes. standing height or less. Um, in essence, it's in a way, it's you can sort of phrase it as a minimal trauma fracture that is caused by osteoporosis. Yeah. So it's pathological. Yeah, yeah. so essentially, oh, so, does, so does that mean any fracture, if you fall from like standing height, they say is osteoporotic? Right? And I guess if you have osteoporosis. Yeah. 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 Um, so then question for you guys, how does osteoporosis present? Usually with... silent. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't know. Yeah. yeah. Usually know. with the fracture, right? Like, yeah. 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 Or on like screening, fac- I suppose. Right. What, what do you mean by screening? So um, perhaps... Assuming you have like a regular GP, they might say that you've got a bunch of risk factors and they may think that it may be worth going for a screening check, um, which you can do. And that may be another way on how it presents as well. Do you know how they screen for it? it I think it's just a DEXA. Oh, DEXA. Yes. What's a DEXA? What do you mean? um, A deck of cards, DEXA. I I don't know what it stands for, but... Dual energy X-ray absorptiometry. Right, right. Okay. So densitometry is for easier. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a touch. Yeah. Yes. Bone mineral density. Um, yeah, so it just tells you how dense your bones are. I think negative, a score well, on, of negative scores. one. What's the T-score? Oh, it? yes. That's the score you get on the DEXA? Yes. Yes. What is it? You get. I think you get one for your hip and one for your spine, lumbar spine? I think so. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. All right, well, what is your T-score, Sean? Um, like what's a good one? Or? Oh, like what is it? What, like, is what does it, it represent? Oh, what does it represent? If I have a T-score of negative one, what does that mean? I don't know. It means you're um, one standard deviation away from the uh, mean of the, your specific gender, um, age, and ethnicity. Not age, oh, gender not and age, ethnicity. Just gender Because it's always a healthy young man that yeah, you're, okay. or a woman that you're comparing okay, to. Okay, okay. Yeah. Compared to a healthy young woman. So, um, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 G- gender um, and ethnicity. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Negative one is your... 
um, one standard deviation away from the mean. Mm. Um, right. Is that what a T-score is in statistics? Or I forgot about that. No, I have no, no I don't think so, okay. but yeah. it's just they're how they, they call it. They Z-scores in, in Z- maths. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Scores, but Methods. it depends yeah, <laughs> what you're talking about. We're not yeah. here to do stats. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> essentially the DEXA score takes as the averages and it makes the kind of bell curve. Right. And then you want to be around the middle or, or better, but then um, yeah. down towards the left-hand side we get to negative two onwards. That's when it gets bad. So yeah. you, you knew the limits right what are yeah they? so negative one or better is good yes um, negative two like between negative one and negative two is osteopenia that's right and below negative two 2.5 two two i think yeah. oh, 2.5 yeah. yeah. sorry yeah, yeah okay so between negative one and negative 2.5 is osteopenia yeah. and below negative 2.5 is osteoporosis mm. and then minus 2.5 plus a history of fracture yeah is severe What's this osteopenia you're speaking of? I think it's just like not yet osteoporosis, but reduced yeah. bone yeah. mineral density. Yeah. Um, Pretty yeah. much precursor to osteoporosis, um, reduced bone density. I think you can see a bit of radial lucency sometimes on x-rays. Yeah, yeah right. x-rays can be a bit insensitive because, you know, t- looking at an x-ray and going, hmm, that's a bit more black than normal is <laughs> yeah. going to be, you know, it's hard for a human to be able to tell. You can see it fracture. There is one. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like thin. Is it was it cortical or trabecular thinning? For which one? Uh, for? for on an X-ray, one was listed. Thinning. Um, well, in generally, you get thinning of both. Yeah. Um, and that's histo- histologically, you can see thinning of both, definitely. Um, but yeah, not sure about X-ray. Cortical thinning on an X-ray. Okay, cool. Yeah. So cor- see cortical thinning. So you'd see like around the ends and sides of long bones or whatever it affects. The cortical, so like the outer. Yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, I'll be before we skipped over it. You can present with like, I think deformities as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right, like, like as a complication of osteoporosis. Yeah, you or... probably get um, <laughs> valgus or barbarous. Oh wait, yeah. it's the one that. Oh, right, which one would an osteoporotic bend be? It'd be um, lateral. So like distal medial. end pointing medially or pointing like yeah medial. Osteomalacia would be distal end pointing yeah that's um, medially yeah, yeah like the bending of long bones due yeah. to lack of minerals and that'd be varus varus um yeah varus yeah. is yeah. distal end medially yes yeah and yeah, that's osteomalacia yeah yeah bad. cool cool yep. um, um oh biochemistry is fun yeah so if you want to what's the like clinical diagnosis ish of this disease what we know about it yeah how would you diagnose it I guess. Um, well, if it's not done on the screen, you know, you'd present to uh, an ED with the fracture. You'd get the fracture managed and diagnosed, but then you would also need to check um, their DEXA score, which is the gold standard um, for osteoporosis, because um, things like x-rays is insensitive, your calcium and phosphates tend normal. to be normal. Yes. Um, your CTX, which is uh, this uh, collagen um, sort of, uh, fragment that comes out in your bloodstream whenever bone breaks down, um, that may be elevated in secondary osteoporosis from memory. Yes. Um, and then your ALP is usually normal as well. Okay. What does ALP indicate? Like what osteoblast marker, yeah. outline phosphate. Yeah. So the activity of the osteoblasts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Cut boxy terminal. Yeah. Telopepnana. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> type one. I don't know. CTN. Yeah. CTN. Um. Yeah, so anything else with osteoporosis mainly? Um, histological findings mainly? Oh, yeah, that's yep. good. Um, what were some things you'd see in the bone marrow? Mm. 
you get a um, alteration in cellularity. Um, oh, yes. Fat. So, yeah, your the cells which normally become osteoblasts from memory, they don't go down that correct pathway. They go down the adipocyte lineage. So you see more fat cells yeah. uh, in the marrow. An osteoid seams. You get some of those, right? Mm. And well, what's an osteoid seam? So isn't it essentially just essentially precursor to bone, so it's bone that hasn't been mineralized. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. It's yeah. immature. Yeah. So it's yeah. all in the collagen matrix. So that's what you'd see in um, rickets as well. Yeah, you can see both. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, apparently, bone width remains normal histologically, despite right. trabecular and cortical thinning. So yeah. it kind of makes sense. Um, it gets thinner, so it's less dense, um, but the spaces in between the bones... They remain. Yeah, they remain. Okay. So yeah, it becomes yeah. more porous. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. less oh. bony struts. Yeah, yeah. 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 osteoporosis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, good. Is that everything? I think that's everything main cool. stuff covered with that. What do you want to do? Let's do, um, um, we already mentioned osteomalacia. Yeah, you know, osteomalacia. Well. Well, how's the difference of rickets? Rickets, children. That's all mm. I know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. 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 And usually in rickets, it's because of vitamin D um, deficiency. You same in right? osteomalacia, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Vitamin D deficiency is the yeah. most common cause yeah. of yeah. that. Right. So why is vitamin D deficiency the most common cause of rickets and osteomalacia? Some biochemistry about mineralization, I think. Yeah, so yeah. vitamin D, um, it's made in the skin and then activated in the liver and the kidneys, goes around the blood, acting as a transcription factor when it goes into cells. And, um, you know, there's some channels in the intestines that Rob told us about for calcium. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like TRPV something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, point is, it increases calcium absorption in the gut. I believe it also increases reabsorption in the kidney, so you yeah. lose less of it. And therefore, there's more calcium, more I suppose, bricks and mortar that you can use to start making bones with. Yeah. Right. Mm. So essentially, if you're vitamin D deficient, you will also become calcium, calcium deficient. deficient. Yeah. yeah. And you need calcium mm. to make bones. Mm. Yeah. Good. That's why one of the presenting things can be pros- proximal muscle weakness from hypocalcemia. Mm. Yeah. Good. Um, what are some other things you can see in hypocalcemia? <sighs> Hyper is easy. Because that's bones, groans, yeah. and, um, yeah, yeah. and stones. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I probably, okay, the muscle weakness we got. Um, arrhythmias, potentially. Oh, yeah, Convulsions. Right. Is it cats go numb, that thing that he said? Cats go numb. Convulsions, arrhythmias, tetany. Tetany, um, yeah. And then some other stuff, hypocalcemia-related. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And then bone bad, bone issues as well. Yeah. 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 Um, whereas hypocalcemia, what you mentioned, like abdominal pains, constipation, um. Oh, that Increased one. Increased stones. For hyper, yeah. yeah. Calculi. Yeah, yeah. So many of them. Yeah. yeah. GI yeah. Bl- diarrhea, um, constipation, all the yeah. whole shebang. Yeah, yeah. Neurological stuff as well. Mm. Like psychological stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like stupor, coma, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. So how does someone become vitamin D deficient then? Okay. Not enough sunlight? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Endogenous stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, absorption in the gut stuff, malabsorption. Yeah. So enjoy those hot days, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're no. looking a bit tan today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think definitely with like inflammatory bowel disease, you can absorb less calcium. So you're right there. Um, also, like chronic kidney disease will mess mess up that stuff. Right. You can, I think you. Renal tubular. Yeah. You can. 
get rid of less phosphates. You can become hyperphosphatemic with CKD. And then because of that parathyroid hormone, she wants to get rid of phosphate again. Yeah. So then you become hyperparathyroid and then it cuts bones up. So yeah, it's just a whole black hole. It. It's, it's, it's not nice. It's not nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So um, osteomalacia, it's mainly the mineralization of the bone that gets messed yeah. up. Mm, so we soft. don't have the calcium and stuff to actually build the bone. So it's, yeah, soft bones. Pliable. Pliable bones. Easily mm. formed, yeah. especially if you've yeah. got a compressive force mm. on it. Yeah. That's why we talk about the um, the deformity of varus. Um, varus. Varus, yeah, varus, yes. yeah. Varus deformity. Yeah. Valgus has an L in it, so the distal end is lateral. That's how I remember. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Um, other causes, just neoplasia. Say that for everything. Oh, else, right? What yep. is it, neoplastic? Also, neoplastic, like, yeah. yeah. When in doubt, cancer. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, drugs. Arphenitoin, oh, yeah. aluminium. Yeah. That's, that's another one. Hypophosphatemia. Oh, yeah, so low phosphate because you need phosphate and calcium to make bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, antacids is that one of the ones that cause that? Um, Hypophosphatemia. Yes, it yes. is. Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, good. Um, probably because you need an acidic environment to probably. absorb. Probably. Oh, yeah. I remember something about the pyrophosphate. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool. All the stuff we've forgotten. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So what about an x-ray? If you're looking at an x-ray of someone with rickets or something, what would you see? Any ideas? Lucencies of sort? Of yeah. Sort. Yeah. yeah. Um, you may also see the actual deformity itself. Mm. Well, what's written down, Norm, in line with? <laughs> um, multiple bilateral and symmetrical cortical lucencies. Pseudo-fractures. Yeah. Pseudo-fractures, yeah. yeah. Um, and generalized osteopenia, so low bone mass. Uh, yeah. So do they look kind of like fractures? Is that why they're called pseudo fractures? Or must be. Must be why. <laughs> well, micro fracture is like a small fracture. So yeah. pseudo fracture is like a not kind a fracture, of... but it looks like a fracture. We'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah. The imposter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna mention a couple of things, and you just tell me if they're raised, normal, or low. Um, in this condition, ALP. Raised. Raised. Why? Because there's compensatory, like, osteoblast activity. Okay. Yeah. So weak bones, osteoblasts want to go and build strong bones. Yeah, like, oh, no, we don't have enough bone, which is not actually the problem, is it? Yeah, nice. Phosphate. Normal? And then calcium is loaded yeah, I, I think, yeah, low or normal phosphate, because remember, oh, okay. phosphate, you need to incorporate with calcium to make the strong yeah. bones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Yeah. Hydroxyapatite. And then calcium itself. Mm. Low to normal, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then some histological... Uh, the main There's, like, one main histological finding, I guess. It's, like, to do with the whole kind of pathological process of the disease. Just like the seams we were talking about before. Yeah. Oh, they're not mineralized. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Osteoid seams. Yeah, yeah. Osteoid. So they're much more thicker and prominent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. On the trabecular surfaces. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, anything else with that one? I think that's mainly the key point. So essentially, most commonly, vitamin D deficiency could yeah. also be because of cancer, drugs, hypophosphatemia. Um, essentially, less calcium and phosphate going into bones. You're making weak, pliable bones that can easily become deformed. Long bones curling in i don't know this for certain yeah. but like i think you get that um 
variceformity more in kids because it affects the growth plates. Yeah, that is true. Maybe. It does affect growth plates, definitely. Yeah. Um, certainly, I've rickets x-rays I've seen. Have yeah, had that. they're all bendy. Yeah, yeah. they're all bendy. Yeah. 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 Often it's the femur, but I think there are some in the PATH Museum where I think it's the humerus that might be affected as well. Oh, cool. Um, so, in essence, anything that's got a weight associated to it, which mm. I suppose is any bone in the body, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, hyperparathyroidism. Oh, wait, sorry. Just really oh, quickly. Yeah. So, the seams is like the edges of kind of the bone, as in like the place where osteoblasts are doing their yep. thing. Yeah. So, like the osteoid, osteoid means like immature, like woven bone. So, um, but the, it hasn't been mineralized yet. So it's where the osteoblasts have laid down where the new bone is meant to be, but it just doesn't get mineralized. Because yeah. no. you've got to lay down the collagen matrix first before yeah. the calcium can come in and make it nice and solid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So those are enlarged in osteomalacia and osteoporosis. More so in Malaysia, yeah. but yeah. you see them in both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Hyperparathyroidism. What is, some, yeah. what is that, firstly? What is that? You want to just talk about parathyroid hormone? Yeah, okay. parathyroid yeah. hormone. What does parathyroid hormone do? It increases your serum calcium. So mm-hmm. it digs it out of your bone. Um, yeah. Well, literally. not really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, literally. Well, pretty much, because it's your yeah. class going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, and I think increases um, calcium reabsorption in the kidneys. Yeah. I don't know if it does stuff in the gut. I don't think so. I think that's just vitamin D. Yeah, um, I think uh, yeah, yeah, it activates vitamin, vitamin D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, so they all feed into each other pretty much yeah. to get the same result. Right. Yeah. Um, but vitamin D is like bone protective, whereas parathyroid hormone will like go ham on the bone. Yes. Oh, yeah, ham on yes. the bone. That's yes. funny. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> ham on the bone. <laughs> no, um, Terence doesn't. He doesn't eat pigs. He must not eat pigs. Oh, see the individual neurotransmitters yeah, yeah. going across the cleft. So, if parathyroid hormone increases serum calcium, then what's is the stimulus for its release? Low calcium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. cool, sweet. Um, so right. receptors. What receptors? What receptor, oh, on what cells in the bone and what receptor? Parathyroid. Does parathyroid it's pretty straightforward. So it's PTH1R or the yes. parathyroid 1 receptor. Okay. And what <laughs> cells good. are those? Uh, I believe it is the blasts initially. Um, yes, and, and then... the sites. Blasts and sites. Osteocytes and osteocytes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I thought you said sites as in building oh, sites. Like, 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 what do you mean where? It's like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... First with the blasts, and then I believe they start making rank L sort of as a negative feedback loop, and then that's when the clasts, uh, the destroyers of the bone, come to the party and crash everyone's day. Yeah, and we had a bit of me and Norm had a bit of grief <laughs> over the, uh, how um, parathyroid hormones used to treat osteoporosis, mm. but at the same time, you it know, destroys bone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess the main takeaway is that if it's um, continuously made endogenously in a high amounts then it's um, catabolic to the bone. But if it's given intermittently, subcutaneously, oh. as in for the treatment of osteoporosis, as in te- um, teriparatide or balo for the related peptide, um, then it's anabolic. Yeah. Yeah. In essence, you've got to be sneaky before the clasts or your mum comes home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Quickly yeah. just renovating the house while they're gone. Yeah. So essentially... If you have 
a prolonged administration of parathyroid hormone at a high enough level, yeah. you're initially activating osteoblasts, which mm. then release that rank ligand, which then activates osteoclasts. Yeah. But if there's just little bits intermittently, you're activating osteoblasts, but not enough, not enough to rank activate rank ligand, ligand yeah. to yeah. activate osteoclasts. So I think that's why you can only get one of those subcutaneous um, teriparatide or baloparatide for like 18 months before you have to switch to a... Um, Anti-resolvative. Yeah. Even then, the dosage also has to be intermittent as well. Yeah, so you true. take it as a single bolus. That's right. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy stuff, man. Hormones. Endocrine. All right. Well, um, primary versus secondary hyperparathyroidism. Oh, and gosh. even tertiary, if you guys remember that one. Um, oh, take me through prim- primary. Uh, primary, primary. Primary is excessive, uncontrolled release of parathyroid hormone. Why? Uh, usually, what? usually an adenoma, sometimes hyperplasia. Yeah. Very, very, very rarely carcinoma. carcinoma. Good. So the parathyroid gland itself, it's got like some autonomous nodule that is just releasing stuff That's and right. it's independent of feedback. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about secondary? In response to hypercalcemia. Yeah, so response to yeah. some other process, right? Uh-huh. Um, and like what we spoke, yeah. <laughs> like what we spoke about before. Um, so yeah, pretty much anything that can cause hypocalcemia then can cause this secondary, um, yeah, yeah. or even t- hyperphosphatemia, like we said, chronic kidney disease. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I remember tertiary being really funny. Yeah, you yeah. Just kind of lose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because isn't it like secondary, but then it becomes independent, yeah. so yeah. it becomes like a primary. It's like yeah. in long-standing secondary. Yeah. So in normal physiological response. One a nodule becomes autonomous. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's because oh it becomes God. so hyperplastic that there's a, a chance that it might become autonomous. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So like chronic kidney disease is the big one. Mm. Yeah, um, cool. So yeah, heaps of parathyroid hormone um, activating your osteoclasts, and it's just cutting out these tunnels in your bone. Pretty yeah. much, it's yeah. called yeah. dissecting osteitis, even though there's no inflammation. Mm. Um, what are some other things you could see? So cutting like tunnel issues of bones. Um, Brown tumors, oh, yep. yeah, which yeah. are these localized areas of resorption from mm. memory, yeah, and uh, osteitis fibrosa, cystica. Oh, cystica. Yeah. 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 So in essence, cysts in the bone. Yeah, I looked yeah. this up in Robbins because the terminology is always cracked around those two <laughs> terms, and like apparently it was like reorganized by Robbins or something. So it's like oh, I think uh, <laughs> all right. Osteitis fibrosa fibrosa cystica. Is that right? Mm. That that is made up of three things: increased osteoclast activity, a degenerate, um, a cystic degenerated, ah, a brown tumor that's gone un, that's undergone cystic degeneration, a cystic brown tumor, okay. plus uh, some fiber or some plus peritrabecular fibrosis. Those three is osteitis fibrosis cystica. Wow. And I love how you can just chuck that on a lecture slide and yeah. it just be just so much deeper. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Yep. That's histopathology for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll see it's osteopenia as well. Um, yeah, like Terence just mentioned, cysts. Um, yeah. Right. Is, is it just cysts because, like, when you get localised, like, resorption, you get fluid in there? No, it's just a cyst because it's just, like, a hollow... Um, hole within oh. uh, like a cavity almost gotcha you know what um, Robbins has an answer for everything <laughs> it also explains why it's brown so um, alright so this is uh, what are we in we're, yeah we're in hyperparathyroidism so yep. increased osteoclasts yep so you have um, less um, you have like micro fractures and the bone's really weak there so you get secondary hemorrhages as well 
So because you have hemorrhages, you have hemosiderin around, that's why it's all brown. And because it's like breaking down, that's why it becomes like a hole. And there's like macrophages and stuff. Yeah, wait. This isn't the one with like very red trabecular bone. No, that's that's different. Yeah, Yeah, that's Paget's disease. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then because it's not bone underneath that, it collapses like a sinkhole. Mm. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. Except that would be your knee. Yeah. Um, Drink your milk is is the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Avoid chronic hypocalcemia. Yeah. What about some histological findings? Does anyone off the top of their head know any histological findings? Well, you mentioned the dissecting yeah. osteoclast yep. thing, resorption. And often once the clast has just smashed its way through the bone, you've got um, all your mesenchymal cells coming in and behind and filling it up with just fibrous tissue. Yeah, nice. Um, which then... It's not bone, so it doesn't help. Yeah, good. So essentially, yeah, uh, fibrous tissue and, yeah, um, increased osteoclast activity. Yeah, makes those tunneling cuts and everything. Cool. Yeah. Um, what would you see on an x-ray? I just know those, like, erosion tufts on, like, your on distal phalanx. Yeah. 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 You'd probably be able to see those um, brown tumors as well as these nice circumscribed yeah. Yeah. Um, lucencies. Um, I haven't seen one. Oh, I think I might have. Yeah. Maybe some tunneling as well, potentially. Osteopenia. Osteopenia, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else, Terence? Apparently, um, what's written? Circumscribed lucencies subperiosteal. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so that's a brown tumor. No, no, no. Uh, that, no that's like but... just general findings. That's, oh. that's like erosion, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just erosion. Yeah, cool. Um, anything else for this one, or should we go to Paget's? Yeah, let's, let's go, go to Paget's. Paget's disease of the bone. Cool. This one's cool. I like what's yeah. it, what exactly is this one? Paget's disease. It's like... Um, Batshit crazy um, bone remodeling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you got three phases. You got the lytic phase. So the clasts think they've, you know, they've got something good going for them, and they start destroying the bone. And the blasts aren't having any of it. So then they go into the mixed phase where they're fighting each other, and then the blasts <laughs> eventually dominate, um, and then take over. Now the problem with the blasts, the engineers or the builders of the bone. Um, the metaphor I always like to use is a building has got nice foundations and it's all orderly so that you can actually support yourself. In uh, in Paget's disease, your blasts are just dumping building materials everywhere and it's not orderly and it, you know it's not going to hold up a coliseum by any means. Um, and that's what makes the bone, even though it looks thicker and nice and beautiful, it actually is weaker than your normal bone because the quality is mm. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, very deformable. Yeah. yeah, and pretty, prone to fracture as well. Mm, pretty yeah. deep, actually. Like, you know, when they're fighting each other, they won't make a good structure <laughs> in general. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. And this is the one, um, Sean, that you mentioned with the hypervascularity of the mm, long bones. Yeah, and it, it gets so hypervascular, right, um, that it can result in cardiac failure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. because it yeah. just can't meet the demand of all of your bones. Yeah, yeah. so it's um, congestive, congestive heart, heart failure. failure because... So, um, you, there's overload. so much blood once you get your bone. Yeah. yeah, essentially fluid overload. Yeah, yeah. can't meet yeah. the demands. Yeah, crazy stuff. So apparently, people can feel their bones being hot. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. of the hypervascular bone. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so, what are some sites that this commonly affects? The skull, um, axial skeleton. Yeah, good yeah. axial skeleton, skull. Yeah. yeah, hips. Yeah, and I guess if your skull's getting bigger and bigger. Might compress some important nerves. Yeah, the yeah. cranial nerves, which yeah. we'll learn about in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> we know what they are. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for most of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, so essentially everywhere that the bone can enlarge, it can cause pain, um, can cause arthritis some places, can compress the spinal cord, um, cause neurological pain as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's idiopathic, right? Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. Um, there's some theories. So, yeah. so there's like genetic factors and environmental um, environmental, you have, you know, arsenic, lead, tobacco, those were listed. Um, the paramex of viridae, oh, I think, right. as well. Me- yeah. So measles are, um, what's the other one that we learned? Um, uh, rubella? Rubella, I think it was up. Uh, no, RSV or rubella, it was one of them. No. Uh, I think it's RSV. RSV, okay. yeah, okay. Um, also, so they have viral inclusions that yep. can cause it. Um the genetic component was um, P62, so yep, sequestosome or, 1. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, it usually presents later in life, oh, right. um, mainly because of that idiopathic multifactorial nature between genetics and environment. There was 90% presents over 55 years of mm. age. Um, and it can affect one bone or multiple bones, so the sites can be quite varied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Um, anything else with this one? Um, yeah, so, um, oh, this one was fun. Um, in the acute phase, um, I remember in the first, like, human bio lecture I ever had at university, it was just like, oh, yeah, one cell, one nucleus. Uh, um, in this disease process, apparently, you can get, like, 100 cells in... Um, 100 nuclei. 100, sorry, yeah, 100 nuclei <laughs> in one osteoclast. That's pretty cool. Um, what else would you see histologically in the acute phase? Yeah, so, essentially, like what Terence just said, your osteoclast going crazy, multinucleated. Um, you get like all this woven bone being yeah, put it's down. mainly yeah. woven, woven bone, bone. Yeah. so um, immature. Yeah, mosaic formation of lamella bone. Yeah, so that's like the mature that. stuff. Mature I would be yeah. woven most likely woven. because lamella is your nice in line, yeah. um, mature bone. Okay. So yeah. the mosaic lamella mo- lamella bone. What what's what's spe- describe it? What does it look like? There's like a specific phrase. That's uh, high yield, jigsaw. Yeah, like. which is. Jigsaw. The cement lines. It's like, oh, right. they're like, um, what was the word? Lines. They describe the cement lines. Oh, <laughs> irregular yeah. cement lines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jigsaw puzzle with prominent irregular cement lines. Wow. Okay. That's nice. crazy. Yeah. So that's acute, mm. right? So would you say the acute is more just the, the osteolytic phase? Or is it? I think it's all pretty much all three of them, but yeah, like yeah. it's in the acute. So yeah, yeah, cool. So, right. And then chronic is like. It's gotten really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so everything in the bone has now become thickened. Um, yeah. And it's also hypervascular as well. Um, and it also invades your um, bone marrow. Right. So all the hemopoietic stuff just goes away. Damn, that's awful. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, you know, in the acute phase, it says that osteoclasts um, don't tunnel in, they're just at the surface of the bone, mm. whereas um, hyperparathyroidism, it's like tunneling. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do yeah. we know what the prognosis is for Paget's disease? I don't know. No idea. No. Yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Um, I don't imagine it's very good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what can you do? How can, yeah, I don't can know. you even treat this? Yeah, I don't know. You could probably use one of the... Um, pro. I don't know. You'd probably have to try and inactivate the blast somehow. We'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah. So there is yeah. a treatment, and the prognosis is good if it's treated. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. What's the treatment? I'm still looking that up. <laughs> yeah, right. He's still waiting for his Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, wait. Did I get the right Paget's disease? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because no. Paget's we'll disease with yeah. nipple is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. All right. 
I think. Okay, this is cool. Padgett's. Um, irregular sclerosis in the skull. What's like the classical appearance on radiology on an X-ray? Um, what I can tell you is that the distinction between the cortex and the trabecular, they can't really find the distinction between the, the two. I think that's more on um, on, on on histology. On histology, mm-hmm. yeah. On an X-ray, I, what I was I was going for the cotton ball appearance on the yeah. skull. Cotton ball appearance. Cotton, cotton ball, ball. Cotton yeah. ball appearance. Yeah. Because that would be all the irregular fibers and the terrible architecture. Damn. Yeah. Sort of like what they're doing to Reed Library right now. Oh, no. I would, you were right, man. You can't. Yeah. You were, you were right. Lots of distinction. Between okay. You can see it as well in late, apparently. I think um, what we were trying to mention before is that the affected bone and the unaffected bone are quite well demarcated. Although, correct me if I'm wrong with that one. Yeah, so you, yeah, you can see right, the affected yeah. bone is like obviously Paget's yeah. in comparison to normalish bone. Yeah, nice. Um, chaotic turnover they describe in histology, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Chaotic turnover isn't is isn't everything chaotic in histology? But yeah, okay. pretty much. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to say before uh, we wrap up? One last um, thing. Um, yeah, go on, Sean. Yeah. Oh yeah, just that the AOP would be high. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And what's high in the urine? Uh, hydroxyproline, That's um, right. which is actually the main amino acid in collagen. Um, okay, sweet. Which oh, you yeah. also need vitamin C to make. So I suppose that makes I wonder sense. If, I wonder if scurvy people have or are pr- um, prone to Paget's. Yeah, man. I remember those hydroxylase <laughs> enzymes. Like, like, sorbate. Yeah. 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 Anyways, cool. I think that's our biochem yeah. PTSD yeah. done for the day. Yeah. Um, John, so, thanks for coming, man. No worries. Always it. a pleasure. Yeah. So thanks. just really quick with, with Paget's disease, um, they tend to just treat it in terms of preventing it from causing any complications. They give you um, bisphosphonates and, um, yeah, they can do some surgeries to okay. correct deformities. Um, yeah. And then they say that, well, you can't cure Paget's disease if you prevent the complications. It's generally very treatable. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Catch you around.